Hey guys, thanks for checking out Casual Nonsense. Uh, I'm Mark, your host. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, do me a solid and follow the show on Spotify or Apple or really anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We're, we're available everywhere. So pick your favorite spot and go support the show. We really appreciate you for doing that. If you also think that yourself or maybe you know someone that you think might be a good guest on the show, well, don't be shy. Uh, let's reach out or have them reach out and let's see if we can get them on, see what happens. So today, my guest is Joey Conklin. Uh, this guy brings a lot of experience podcasting. He's, he runs a couple podcasts himself right now. He's the host. Uh, he also was a business owner. He owns a campground in Alabama. He tells a few stories today, and I'll give you a little fair warning. Uh, if you have kids in the room, maybe grab some earmuffs or perhaps maybe just listen to this episode when they're not in the room with you. But I'm telling you, I had a great time hanging out with Joey, and I think that you will too. All right. Joey, what's up, dude? Uh, welcome to Casual Nonsense, man. It's it's awesome to have you here. Doing all right today? Oh yeah, I appreciate you having me on today, man. Uh, well, just a little little background. You know, you've been podcasting for a little bit, and um, I, I think I was probably trolling your your Facebook page and uh, different things. And uh, I liked I like what you brought to the table, so I decided to to track you down and kind of rope you into coming on my show and kind of classing up the joint a little bit. So I appreciate uh, I appreciate you, you coming on and, and here we are. Yeah, no, that's that's the perfect way to get guests. I used to troll people all the time when I on my one podcast, Conquer Camping. It's all about camping, and I I troll people and you got to friend them, you got to talk to them a little bit and <laughs> yep. kind of throw that bait in. And <laughs> once you once they take that bite, you got to hook them. <laughs> what, what what would you say your success rate is on your uh, trolling campaigns? Um. Not as good as my wife. My wife was really good at getting them. I'm um, probably about maybe 40%, where she was probably closer to 85, 90% of you know, getting people hooked. That's like the same thing. Like women are better at everything, like when it comes to like talking to people, right? I, I bet it's the same percentage in a bar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right? yeah. De it's definitely, yeah. I mean, if I go to a bar and talk to a lady and my wife would go talk to a dude, well, I guess dudes are just like, yeah. They'll talk right. to anyone. Dudes are stupid. Right. We're yeah, like, oh, women's we talking to me. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It's so true though. It's so funny. Um, anyway, so let's uh let's turn attention back to you. All right. Uh so okay, so you got your you got your wife, we've established that. Uh you got two kids, if I'm not mistaken. No, I got three kids. Three delinquents. Three delinquents. Okay. How old are these delinquents? Uh they're four, which he'll be five next month, six and nine. Man, those are some tough questions. I didn't realize these were going to be tough questions. I had to really think about that. <laughs> well, I'll give you a heads up next time. You get a cheat sheet. Yeah, just don't don't ask me for their birth dates. That's nope, where I really no, I, them nope. screwed up. No, we'll keep the, we're on the internet here. We'll we'll keep things private. Uh, what are their names? And no, I'm just kidding. Um, your current podcast is the Joey Conklin Show. Yep, right? I got the Joey Conklin Show, and then I also have Conquer Camping, which I'm waiting for my nephew to come over from Japan. To start season three on Conquer Camping. What's he doing in Japan? So his dad's a teacher, and he's teaching over in Japan. So they lived in Italy for a little bit, moved back to the States. His dad didn't like the States as much, so he decided he was going to go back overseas and took a spot in Japan. Does he teach, like, English or, like? Science. All right, good for him. So he's going to come back over and co-host with you for uh, the next season of yeah. Conquer so I'm gonna, I actually hired him to help me. I run a campground, so he's going to come over and help me run a campground, and we're going to do a podcast together. All right. So okay, there's a lot to unpack there. So let's uh, let's start with the campground. So you run a campground. Uh, can you say where that is? State, yeah. city, yeah, whatever? yeah, yeah. Anybody can come to the campground. It's Lake Eufaula in Alabama, not Oklahoma. We are just a little backstory of Eufaula. We are the well, or the capital of bat, big bass, big mouth bass. We host uh, around 75 tournaments a year. The Major League Fishing Tournament just ended last week, so we get a lot of these guys. We Our lake was featured during COVID on ESPN. It was the first one featured on ESPN for 24 straight hours of fishing. Were you, were you fishing the 24 straight hours or just like I, I was not. I was actually okay. <laughs> I was actually down in Florida watching it. I turned on the TV. I said, holy shit. And, and my wife's like, what? I said, that's Mr. Dixon's dock right there. And these guys were 
Catch, and they were catching some big ass bass too. You're like, honey, bad time for a vacation. I could have been on TV. I could have been in there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we also have these Annabella homes. So every every first weekend of April, we'll have about a hundred thousand people come through Eufaula, Alabama, to tour these houses. It is wow. pretty crazy. Sweet Home Alabama was one of the houses that they actually filmed here. Oh, in the Eufaula. plantation. Yeah. 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 yeah nice. Um, uh, I, I shouldn't admit this on TV, but I uh, on, not on TV, but but I love that movie. Uh, my wife and I quote it a lot. So yeah, uh, Reece, you know what? Who doesn't it? love Reese Witherspoon? She's kind of hot. I mean, <laughs> even yeah, kind of like that's that's a definite. Yeah, she's uh, like a Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Yep. Kate Beckinsale. Like they never get. Yeah, never yep. gets old. Yep. They never they they, they <laughs> never age. It's it's amazing to me. Right. But yeah, that's so that's where the campground is. My in-laws actually bought it and they bought it because we had our first kid. So they bought it back in 2014. And it was just one of these, I was working in the area and they said, we want to move closer. I'm like, okay, like, cool. You want to move closer? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> right. Like how close? Like what's yeah. the radius? Because right. we literally just built a house. So I'm like three years before. So I'm like, how close? Like you're going to move in the same subdivision as us. And they're like, oh, we're going to go buy a campground. I'm like, I even said to my wife, I'm like, what the fuck are they doing buying a yeah, campground? What? <laughs> like, like my, my, my mother-in-law was a doctor, and then my father-in-law was a mechanical engineer. So what the hell do they know about running a campground? <laughs> but they bought an RV like years before, so they liked RV. And so they're just like, we're going to retire and buy a campground. Retiring, you can't retire. You can't buy a campground to retire. You'll be working full-time unless you hire your son-in-law. That's funny because my uh, my mom and, and stepdad were looking at that probably, I want to say five years ago in North Carolina, where they were looking to do the same thing. They were going to retire and buy a campground. And um, I was actually pretty excited about it because I'm not much of a camper, but I would have bought a camper to leave there. So I'd have a place to go on the weekends or wherever. Um, you know, it fell through, but but you're right. Like you can't, that's not retirement. That's You're just giving yourself another job. But it is a moneymaker. They it's a shame that it fell through for them because what we bought it for and what we could sell it for is it's, it's a crazy markup. We're actually building another campground in Florida. It's going to cost us around $3 million to build and we can probably sell it for about 10 after it's built. And wow. up what, and part, running. what part of Florida? It's uh it's in the panhandle. So we're, we'll, we'll be literally a quarter mile off of I 10. Okay. That's, is that near, um, the border, like, <clears throat> excuse me, of Alabama, right? Like, it's correct. Not too, yeah, not yeah, too yeah. far. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we're 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 about two hours and fifteen minutes from the beach. I actually went to the beach on Sunday. Freaking looked like a damn lobster. <laughs> My wife put on SPF fifteen, and she got a nice tan. I put SPF one hundred on, and I look, I look like I got pink bellied. It's that bad. <laughs> oh, that's fun stuff right there. Um, but we get a lot of these guys, like the beach. The beach is so close. We get a lot of the guys that will be passing through, but you can't check in. A lot of campgrounds won't let you check in until like three or four. So they'll stay at our campground and then they'll leave here at noontime and then they get down there in time to hook up. So we're, we're like the perfect destination to, for an overnight stay. Oh, okay. So do you have, um, do you have like cabins and stuff too? Like you could just drive through or do yeah, you? Yeah, we, no, we do have cabins, but. We haven't been able to rent them out, or l- let me rephrase this. We've had them rented out so much that it won't be for another six months. And during in, in that six months, it'll only be open for a month, and then it'll be rented out again. So people buy them, like, long-term? They say, hey, I want to spend six months there or whatever it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, we just had a guy that retired, came up from Florida on his way to California to visit his daughter, Rented the cabin. He was just going to only stay for a month. And then he came in. He's like, hey, do you think I can stay another five months? I just told him, like, you can stay until your money runs out, man. You right, can yeah. stay. As long- your money's good here. That's it, right? Whether it's your money or someone else's, I don't care. Yeah, as, as, long as, as long as I'm getting paid for your monthly rent, I don't care how long you stay. We have five cabins, and then we got a tiny house, and then we got two that we call mini cabins, which are just – there's no bathroom. It's just a – what we did is we took a shed and converted it into a living area. We put a sink in there and microwave, a little refrigerator, and some beds. <laughs> and those suckers stay rented out. It's right across from the bathhouse. It's crazy. And then we bought, we have four RVs that we bought and we rented. And the last RV that I bought, the return on your, the, your, return on your asset 
will be it's just crazy like you can buy these things for 300 or three grand and you rent them out for anywhere from like six hundred dollars to seven hundred dollars a month so because you don't drive them so you don't right so you just park them in yeah yeah they're just fifth wheels like we got um three fifth wheels and one motor or old motorhome is what we use to rent out too yeah it's probably cheaper than building a building it is like okay so we paid three grand for our last one we looked at doing park models which was going to cost us about 60 grand plus we'd have to have it set up it would be around 75 grand so your returns not quite there we built a tiny house during covid which that paid for itself in eight less than 18 months through airbnb that's it i'm, I'm calling my mom after this i'm letting know they need to they need to figure that out yeah tell her if she's really if if they're really in the market i got some people that can help them um they're they're very anal about who they take but as long as they can get their finances they'll they'll find them a park and they, they're usually pretty good at what they do well i was asking what part of florida because they live in florida now so they're down in uh indian indian wood in that indian woods is that um that's on the golf side like down um, by tampa it no it's um i should probably know this but i don't so it's uh it's not it's not by tampa it's it's on the other side. It's by, um, I don't know, east side. Okay. Cl- but sort of towards the middle. It's it's in the middle of nowhere. Okay, like near Vera Beach, Daytona Beach, up in Maybe. there. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> we'll go with that. Um, oh, that's cool, man. So you got that rolling. That sounds like a lucrative thing. So if you got this going on, and then so you you started the, the Conklin Camping podcast, is that just um, – I haven't listened to that one yet. I, I'll admit that on the show here, but um, what I'm hoping is, and you correct me if I'm wrong, I'm hoping that's just like cool stories about the the things that go down at a campground. It is. Well, um, I was going to do that, but I was kind of like, mm, do I really want to let everybody know what happens at our campground? Because it might scare <laughs> some guests off. Because there's some crazy shit that goes on at campground. There really is. I mean, well, that's the juice that I want to know. You know, like, maybe I like- was. Save the names, right? Yeah. So, like, um, like we had one guy who he lived here. This dude was like a genius. I don't know. Like, I kept on saying, like, yo, what did you really do for the government? Like, he was just so smart. <laughs> he made a laser. I'm not shitting you. He made a laser out of flashlight. And he was showing me how it could burn a hole through, like, a pair of jeans. And he literally burned a hole through a pair of jeans with this flashlight laser. Oh, like, he did it right at the campground. Yeah. He made it at the campground. <laughs> But he had like this, it was this piece of shit mobile. I don't even know how he drove this RV, but he uh, he fixed it up. He's super smart. He'd make lasers. He could fix almost anything. Like, I'd take him random ass shit, and I was like, I'm going to see if he can fix it, and he fixed it. He just MacGyvered uh, that, right? He just, yeah. Yeah, that's man. exactly what he did. I actually had a friend who was doing, he was doing a 50-state comic, comic tour. He was down in Panama City, so I'm only... Two two and a half hours from Panama City, I was like, "Hey, Biggie, you should come up. Like, you're real close." And he said, "Yeah." He's like, "Do you have a mechanic that can fix my car?" He said, "I got this sensor that needs to be replaced. They want to charge me a thousand dollars." So he sent me all this information that the shop sent him, and I went down and asked this guy. He's like, "Oh yeah, just get it to me." So this guy's like, uh, "He's an alcoholic and a pothead, and this is just how he functions." <laughs> So he probably souped that thing up, right? You got to leave. He brings his, uh, he's got an old Ford Tempo. He left there with a Tesla. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. No, he like, um, so he, he gets, we get all this shit. We take it down to him and, um, Biggie's buddies left something in the van. So they like walk down and they're knocking on the door and this dude like answers it. And they said, he just had like a, like a koozie just over his nutsack. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? They're like, all we needed was the keys. He could have just unlocked it from the inside. He answers the door. Guaranteed, he was just like, just beating one to hell. We had another one was great. My wife was going to work. This is actually really funny. So I've been trying to get this guy for trespassing. And in our state, they have to be there when the cops serve them with the papers to get them for trespassing. So this dude dro- drove back onto our main property. So Meaning we got like four- they have to they have to catch him in the act of trespassing. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we have 40 acres adjacent to, actually it's 43 acres adjacent to the campground that we own. And there's nine different ponds on there. And this dude drives his car out there 
and my wife's going to work and she calls me and I got to, I take the kids in the school on certain days. Cause she goes to work for different hours. She'll go to work. And she's like, there's a random ass guy in a white car trying to flag me down. I just kept on going. I said, all right, I'll go down, check it out. So I go down. Like I know this dude and I've been trying to ke- I, I've been trying to get him for a while. Cause he's been staying in our bathroom, sleeping in our bathroom when, the, when it got real cold. So I was like, all right. So I told him like, there's no way you can get out. Like I need to go get a track tractor. So I went up to my tractor, called the cops, and I was like, "Oh, so his car was stuck? Like he couldn't?" Yeah, his car was stuck. Okay. So he drove between two ponds, and then he drove down another pond where it's real, it's super wet, and his tires just like sunk down in. Like his when he opened up the door, he was scraping the grass. Is how much he sunk down in. So I called the cops. The cops come out, and I and I tell them I give them the last name because I know the last name. I'm on the golf cart waiting for him. And I see three cop cars show up. I was like, fuck, this is a lot for just one dude to get them for trespassing. So they, they stop, and then two more cop cars come. Like After, after they were there, they are only there for like a couple minutes, and then they call for two more. They get the drug dogs. Slow day in Alabama. Yeah, I was like, what, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? We got five cop cars here for, for a trespassing issue. Yeah. Oh, man, it, it was great. The guy was like, what the fuck are you doing out here? And the guy just looked at him and he goes, are you fucking deaf? Def, I asked you, what the fuck are you doing out here? And he's like, oh, well, I was trying to get out, and, and I got lost. They, they all look the same. I got lost, and now I'm stuck. And he's like, but why are you out here? Were you doing drugs? And the guy said no, and the cop literally said, are you sure? Because you, j- you dropped some meth the other day in front of us at the courthouse. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Here we go. <laughs> so then the drug dog comes out. The dog goes to the back tire, and this all happened like within probably 90 seconds of the drug dog. Goes to the back tire, goes to the door, sits down, has a hit right away. And that's that's the signal that That's the got, signal, yep. Yeah, okay. It just sits down. So I'm like, oh sweet, we're gonna get to see some cool shit. Right. Did you pull your phone out? Start recording? What's, what's that? <laughs> Did you pull your phone out? Oh no, re- I didn't. I wanted to. <laughs> I was like, this shit would be great, but I oh, yeah. I didn't. I should have. And um, so the officer that was running the canine start searching. They can't find anything. And they're like, he probably smoked it already. So then they search him and I, and I shit you not. This was, this was like the best part. So the officer reaches in. So this guy has, all he has is like a uh, zipped up fleece jacket on nothing underneath, but it has pockets on the inside. So the cop asked him to unzip it. And he's like, do you have anything in there? And he goes, no. And the cop feels something. He reaches in and you just see the cop, he, like, picks this thing out and just drops it. He's like, what the fuck, dude? And he reaches in, gets two more things, and drops them. And then we all just die laughing. What he had in there was a pocket pussy and two cock rings. <laughs> and you can't make this shit up. I mean, it was just, like, crazy. What was crazy. he doing was, there? I, you know what? I don't even want to know. No, he, he was smoking meth and, and beating off over by our ponds. Oh, my God. So this was all on your property? This was all on the property, yeah. So long story long, uh, he got the... Did, did they serve him with the trespassing? They did, <laughs> yeah. So he, he's not allowed to come back for another year, and then we can serve him with another paper. <laughs> but we've we've had uh we have we we've, we've done this a few times. I had one guy who was stealing our toilet paper. I was like, dude, if you need toilet paper, just ask. Right. Like, can't just... Instead, we instead he wanted to take me. He kept on denying it, and then the day of the court hearing, he pled guilty to it for stealing really? our. We could have saved us all time and energy. Just I know, you know. right? I, I was so pissed off. But yeah, we, we got all kinds of walks of life. I mean, there's a reason that some of these people live in campers, no doubt. Do you uh do you have like a like a fence around the property or anything, or is it just it's just open? So on our property we do, yeah. There is a fence, but okay. at the campground there's no fence. So anyone can come and go as they please. Oh, that, that's what I meant, the campground. So you don't have yeah. it's not it's not blocked in at all. Okay. No, it's not blocked. No uh, and then secure. we never keep the gate closed on our property. It's always open. Which would probably keep some riffraff out, but we usually don't get the riffraff coming back. They usually go to they usually go to the campground. I'm not sure I want to run a campground now. I'm pre- maybe I won't make that call. No, there, there's some <laughs> money to be made in it though. There definitely is. So you got the camping, the campground. You got the camp camp podcast. Uh, now you have the Joey Conklin show. So I listened to a couple of these episodes. Uh, you got you have a lot of different uh, people coming on there. You got different. Um, different types of guests on there. So I guess my question for that is like, what are you looking for in a guest to, to bring on this show? 
Because you yeah, had a guy so, in there. Well, I'll let you go. You go ahead. Yeah, so when I started the Joey Conklin show, I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted. All I knew is I didn't want to do it where I was just talking. Because that's how I felt Conquer Camping got to was it was just me and a co-host just talking. Crack beers, get drunk pretty much, <laughs> and record like four or five shows in a day. And we do that once a month because my co-host lived about an hour and a half away. So it wasn't like he could just show up at any time. Okay. And that was after my wife was my co-host, but when she took a corporate job, went back to the a real job. So that kind of defeated it. So I just needed a new co-host. And it just became into getting drunk. So I was like, <laughs> all right, I want to do a podcast where I can talk to people and interview them. I actually stuck out an ad on Facebook, like be my guest or whatever, need a guest. Just put it out there. Just yeah, put a description. And it was crazy the amount of people that apply, that just replied to it. I mean, I had a ton of just, there was DMs in my inbox that weren't even on the feed for for it. It was just it was nuts. It was over, it was almost overwhelming to me. Well, I guess I'm I guess I'm lucky then because I, I think I was uh like I, I replied to one of your messages and then, you know, and then here we are, you know, but I guess I made the cut. Sweet. Yeah, well you had <laughs> your, your your logo looked decent and plus I was able to find you. So you you actually sounded like a real person. There's there's some people out there I was just like I'm not even replying back to them. They're just so far out there that yeah. it doesn't make sense. Like my last one I interviewed, I don't know if you saw that clip about this lady. Uh, was this what the, she had some, I'm probably going to say this wrong, but some, like she had like mental health issues. Um, is it not the most recent one? The one before that, is that right? Um, it was just a post. It was just a reel. I didn't post her stuff yet. Oh, oh there was, was one foot. I was listening to one actually this morning. And uh, anyways, so, so no, I didn't see that reel then. Yeah, this one was this lady who was a psychic contacted oh. me, and I was like, all right. How'd that so I have an aunt who claims that she's a psychic, and she gets pissed when I call her Aunt Cleo, but I just <laughs> I just think it's kind of funny. And um, yeah. I was like, I got I told my wife, I said, I got to interview this lady. I said, and I'm going to record. I never record Zoom. I said, I'm going to record her because she's going to say something off the wall. This wasn't even part of the podcast. You just wanted to like, this was like a pre-screen no, no, I didn't even pre-screen her. I was like, it's a gal. Just <laughs> like feel the jet. Let's get it. Like like I'm going and I'm recording every bit of this off Zoom. So I record I use Zoom and but I I record everything into Audacity from Zoom. Okay. So I use a voice meter and then there's like these cables that you use that they're virtual cables that you use to go into Audacity. Okay. But anyways, I was like, yep, I'm going to record her. And at one point she was like talking about her ancestors and stuff. And, and I asked her, I said, well, do you believe in the Bible? And she's like, well, kind of. <laughs> and she goes into this spiel about Joseph being like a blood relative. So if you want to really hear it, go to Conklin.Joey on Instagram, and there's a reel of her. I didn't put it on Facebook. It's only on Instagram. I'm more of an Instagram user than Facebook. Yep. So... On Instagram, you can go to my handle, Conklin.Joey, and you can see this reel. And this lady, I'm just like, holy shit. Like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I sent it to my friends. I'm like, I can't make this shit up. Like, this is my co-host. I need to find a new co-host. So, like, what kind of questions would you ask her? You know, because, Um, because like, my cynicism was like, well, I'd ask you this question, but you already know it's coming. Yeah, well, that's funny. (laughs) Because, okay, so... Yeah, that's exactly where where I've been, and that's exactly how I thought was like. <laughs> now, why the hell? Why do I even need to ask her questions? Like right. she knows everything about me. So does she seem legit? Besides, like, what, or just kind of crazy? Like, was there anything? She she was def she was definitely crazy. Like I asked her, uh, can you tell me how you became interested in being a psychic and. And then she had, it was an outlaw life, psychic enter- enterprises. It's like, well, how do you start that? And like, what, I was asking her, what services does she offer? Outlaw Has she life. ever helped the police? And, and she's like, oh yeah. She's, she said, I found some dead bodies before. I told them exactly where they were. So now I'm just thinking like, you told them exactly where they were. Do some fact checking or did you put yeah. them there? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it was, it was just weird. It was, it was interesting. Hmm. I see a lot of different things, right? So I use uh, I use match matchmaker.fm, 
right? And every oh, yeah. time I tell my wife I use Matchmaker, she's like, what? I'm yeah, like, Matchmaker no, no, no. FM is not a hookup site. That right. is for exactly. podcasting. Right. So I go in there and, uh, you know, I've... I have I started some conversations, have some guests, uh, some I've had, some upcoming, right? But when I search through there, you see a lot of different things. And, you know, and people, I mean, they create their profile. They do what they got to do. And, I mean, it's like, I think it's like dating, right? There's someone out there for everybody. Someone's going to someone's gonna find you, and that's the stuff they want to talk about. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I've had a couple of people reach out and just, you know, so – which, you know, I appreciate. I appreciate people reaching out and saying, hey, I think I'd be a good guest on the show. So what I do is before I reach out to them, I'll go in and I'll I'll Google them a little bit and I'll see where they're at. Like maybe if they have videos or something, I want to listen to them because I want someone who can tell a story, someone who's interesting because I'm looking out for anyone I'm lucky to have listen to my podcast. I want to make sure that they're entertained at least for, you know, a half an hour or whatever. Maybe educated would be something, you know. So when I listen to someone talk, and if they sound like, you know, the teacher from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, you know what I mean? I'm like, I can't have that kind of monotone, like, uh, so then I went to the store and I'm like, come on, I don't want any, I don't want five minutes of that, let alone 30 minutes of that. So it, it's a whole vetting process, right? So yeah, it, the, it really is. Because I mean, the big thing too is you don't want someone on, the, on their freaking cell phone. I've no. interviewed so many people or not interviewed, but pre-screened them and they're on their, they're on their cell phone. Now, granted, I've been on my cell phone when I when I was yep. pre-scanning them. I've been on my cell phone because that's just what I had available. I wasn't in the studio. You got that's one question that I always ask. Like, what kind of microphone do you have? Is it going to be a professional microphone? Or are you going to be using your Apple iBuds? Right. Yep. Because there's a big well, difference in there. Well, that's what, and that's what. I asked you about, right? So we were talking the other day and I was like, so you could, cause when we, when we pre-screened, I think you were at a baseball game or something. Yeah, I was so we a baseball game. Yep. Shooting the breeze. Right. Um, but I know that you have a podcast, so I have, you know, and ha- I've listened to it. So I know that you didn't sound like you were on your cell phone in a convertible, you know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, you know, so, but yeah, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that to be like, Hey, what, what's your microphone situation? Like, what do you, what do you have? Because I've listened to podcasts and I'm sure you have too. I don't care if you're telling me you got the cure to cancer. Like if you're in a a wind tunnel on your phone, like I'm not going to listen to it. Well, not just that too. Um, two of my podcasts, I'm even debating whether to even try to edit them because they were the one was on his cell phone using earbuds, sounded great. The problem was his internet connection sucked, Ugh. and it was a really good interview with him. And then another one was using his cell phone as a hotspot. While he's interviewing you, like while you're recording live. Yeah, so it was really flaky in and out. I told my wife I could I could go in, but instead of taking, like normally it takes me about 30 minutes to edit a podcast because I'll take notes during the podcast to say, all right, here's some marks. Um, another thing I like to do is if, I'm, if, if I get interrupted, I'll clap so it spikes my meter. Yep. And then I can say, all right, from here to here, just delete it out. If yeah. that makes sense, what I'm saying. Yep. Yep. I'll do that. So I'm, I'm able to edit quite quickly if it's a good microphone. If it's a shitty microphone or if it's through a phone and it's a shitty connection, then it's going to take about two to three hours to do editing because then you have to manipulate it a little bit to make it sound good. And it's just, it's no fun for me. I mean, that's not right. I mean, I'd rather just say, you know what? Sorry, you didn't make the cut and move on. Yeah, I mean they can't all be winners. That's right. <laughs> you know, it's that simple, right? Like, sorry, not sorry. Like next time, like you want to be a guest on the show, you got to bring something to the table. You know what I mean? Like you're not like you, your guests. They, I mean, while they are doing you a favor, chances are if they want to be a guest because they have a story to tell or something to plug or something like that, uh, and you're happy to help them deliver that message. But come on, like you got to. I, I talked to one guy recently, and I was pre-screening him and. You know, I'm a new podcast, right? I don't have a windfall of, of followers, right? So I'm still kind of starting out, right? But, you know, one of his questions he asked me was, oh, how many, you know, how many listeners do you have? You know, and I tell him straight out, I'm like, listen, I'm new, man. I don't, you know, I don't have 30,000 followers that are going to make you famous, you know? Um, so thus far, I won't mention his name, but thus far he has not gotten back to me with some scheduling dates. So I don't expect him to, you know, and that's fine. You know what I mean? He's, he's going to big dog me. So that's Well, let okay. me tell you about listeners, though. 
So Conquer Camping, we probably averaged maybe 60 listeners at one time when okay. we first started out. Now our average per downloads, 247. Nice. When you first start out, like even even the Joey Conklin show, I I think my I'm averaging like 16. Now okay. I'm not promoting it off any other podcast. I'm just promoting social media. I'll just put it out there. Yeah. Hashtags are like a big thing because that's where I get that's where I get most of the people is just from hashtagging, and and that's why I like Instagram. I don't know. I guess I'm I'm getting too old for Facebook, but I'm just not exactly sure how Facebook works anymore. Like before, it was just before it was just a college thing to hook up with girls, and now it's <laughs> now it's like my parents are on it. Anyone can get on it. You don't have to have a .edu email to get on these things. <laughs> Uh, Facebook is the older, um, yeah, I think it's the, the older crowd on there, uh, where Instagram is more younger. I don't know. There's a whole, I saw a whole chart on this, like a whole demographic thing. And it's tough because you want to average, you, like you don't want to shortchange anyone. Right. But you also, you want to kind of stay, like you want to know your role. You know what I mean? You want to stay within your, your comfort level or your wheelhouse. You know what I mean? But um, I don't know that people search on Facebook for hashtags, and I don't know if maybe this is where you're going, but I know when I'm on Instagram, I follow certain hashtags because there's things that I'm interested in. Same on like you know Twitter, right? Like you just have these little groups that you can follow. So if you posted a new podcast that was about you know drinking beer, and I'm like, oh well, I follow beer drinking, you know hashtag beer drinking or whatever. Well, anything that posts that, I'm going to see it, you know, and that's what you want. It's like if you're following a sports team, or whatever. Same idea. So if you want to get a lot of people from Europe post about beer and use um what are they called umlotis. So I I started a um a brew club. Okay. In, in you fall. I love brew I love making my own beer. Like that's just a thing I like to do. And I called it Brewfala. And I used over the U you have two umlotis. Probably 80% of the people that follow me are from overseas from Europe. It's called Brufala. Brufala, yeah. It's B-R-E-U with the Umlotis over it, the two dots. Okay. And then F-A-U-L-A. So it's a play on Ufala. Sounds German. Yeah. So we get a lot. Yeah. It's crazy, though. It's like a bunch of, it's just a bunch of people from Europe that follow me versus, and then we get some people from Ufala that will follow us because they think that we're starting a brew club, or I mean a brewery. Where it's just a brew club, I'm like, come try some of our brew, and then they can't get it. <laughs> yeah, they can't get it. But I'm like, you can come brew because what I'm trying to do is, so we can only brew sixty gallons a year. My wife and I, since since I'm married, I can do sixty gallons, but you can only brew. Well, who says? Is that like a state law? Yeah, it's a state law. Yeah, so each each state has is different. So if you're a single person, you can only do thirty gallons, which isn't very much. So what do you have? To, if you want to do more than sixty, you have to what incorporate or something. No, so what? So the way so the way we get around it is, we just invite a bunch of people, and then they buy the ingredients, and then we brew at their house, and then we drink the beer with them, making toilet wine at people's. people's yeah, houses. yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah, yep. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But I was like, I even told my wife, I'm like, you know, and then you can only brew so many so many gallons per quarter. I was like, we drank 15 gallons of beer, like we had we had three kegs. So we brewed we brewed three batches, which gave us fifteen gallons, and within three weeks, they were already tapped. So you're not even selling it; you're just brewing it. We're just brewing it, and we're all just drinking it. Just consumption, yeah, yeah. So it's like every Saturday you're going to someone's house, and you're you're gonna tap a whole keg, a five gallon keg. Isn't that something you could do at the uh, the campground, right? Like, I mean, are you selling products at your campground? Yeah. So I looked. I actually looked into it, and. Uh, I wanted to start like just selling all craft beer. Like that's what I wanted to specialize in. Yep. And then the insurance came back and said, Oh, well, you need to carry insurance since you're selling alcohol in the premises for it. And it was seven grand. I'm like, well shit, seven grand. This is crazy. I'm not paying seven grand insurance to sell craft beer. Unless you could sell enough of it. Maybe you yeah. get some other local brewers in there. Like if you're gonna sell it, sell all of it. So in, in Alabama, if I was to brew and just sell my own beer. I can brew it. So we looked into this too because we have a, a barn that I thought about converting into a brewery. One of those, uh, just like a small nano brewery where we just brew three beers at a time to have them on tap. But we have to sell it to a distributor and then the distributor has to sell it back to us in the state of Alabama. So each state is <laughs> different. 
Wow. It's it's a freaking mess. So you need to find that's what you got to put word out. You put word out that you're looking to bring a distributor on your podcast and then you kind of back them in a corner and become friends with them and give you a good deal. Yeah, there there we go. Yeah. There's only two two distributors in in our area, which sucks. Uh but so they bottle it and stuff too? That's what they do there? Like the No, they just sell it. So it's so it comes into a warehouse and then they just put it put it on the truck and they ship it out. <laughs> it seems like such a waste. It is. It's oh, ridiculous. Man. Governments. Governments, bro. We're we're we were the last state to even legalize homebrew. We didn't get homebrew until twenty was it twenty ten was when it was actually legal to homebrew and Wasn't Alabama. Alabama like the first state making moonshine though? Like was <laughs> wasn't that uh, probably that yeah. <laughs> I mean they just had I feel like they just ended slavery down here. <laughs> Dang. I we're mean, going deep. We're going deep. Dude, Alabama <laughs> man. I'm not I'm not originally from Alabama, so I'll talk all the shit on Alabama. I have no problem talking shit on Alabama. But these guys, yeah, it, it's a it's a very racist state. I'll tell you that. I've never experienced racism as I did when I moved to Alabama. So Brufala, um, that's just is that the name of the beer, or that's just the hashtag you go with to get Germans? That's to just you? the um, that's just our group. That's just what we call ourselves is Brufala. Okay, All right. we got tanked on my back porch one day, and I said we should start brewing beer, and we start coming up with names. Uh, let me rephrase out. that. You got tanked on your back porch every day. <laughs> yeah just pretty one much day. <laughs> yeah that's fair oh that's so funny so all right so uh i hate to like you know steer back to other things here right with the jerry conklin show right you were mentioning how this is this is what i find interesting you were talking about how you put an ad out and you got uh you know whatever an overwhelming amount of of dms of people trying to come on your show uh do you find this is what i find too and i'm sure you probably get some of this how many how many times a week do you get people reaching out to you either trying to promote your podcast for you, sell you some sort of service like, oh, let me help you become, uh, you know, this and that on YouTube or whatever else? I get like, I wouldn't say so many. Like, I'm not that important, but I mean, one is more than I care for. No, you, you will. You will get them. Like if anybody that starts a podcast, you're going to get this shit. And I love when I get it. Because I'm a guy that's gonna fuck with these guys. <laughs> like, bring it my way. I I'm gonna let you call me. I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole with you, and then I'm just gonna take a knife and just stab it in you. You should and record I, that. I, That'll be like crank anchors, right? When someone yeah. calls you up. No. So, unfortunately, I used to be able to record on my iPhone. So I had an iPhone five, and then I went to. What was my last iPhone? An iPhone 12. So I went from a 5 to a 12. That's a big jump. It was a huge jump. The only reason I went, the only reason I had to go from a 5 to a 12 was because my battery wasn't charging. Dude, an iPhone 5, like, I mean, what year was that? Um, <laughs> Who was president when the iPhone 5 was out? Clinton? Obama. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was an old phone, and, and, and I was able to be able to plug in. I have, it's called a Rig 2. And I could plug it into, because it had the phone jack. I could plug it in, and then I could make calls, or I could, whatever was on my phone would come through my computer. Oh, yeah, because that's right. Because nowadays, they, there's only the, like, they take all the, the external access out of so the So they phones. took it out. You need a special connection. So I bought, this is how dumb I am at times. I bought three of these damn things. <laughs> three different times. But apparently, I bought the same one. And I didn't realize I was buying the same one all three times until they came. And I was like, well, this is the wrong one because all it was was for the headphones. So there was no mic jack in it. So it was just for the headphones. Oh, I see. So I could listen, but I couldn't talk back into it. So they couldn't hear anything I was saying when I had the phone plugged into my mixer. <laughs> I'm too cheap to go buy. It's like 35 bucks to get the, get the correct thing that I need to get. But I was like, screw it. There's so much more technology now. I can get on um, Google Voice and just call them up if I want to. I want to hear that. I want to hear some of those calls. I want to hear when they call and they try to sell you something and you just, yeah, like I said, just keep leading them down, leading them down, like, ah, no, just kidding. I'm good. Yeah. Well, the last one for for podcasting, I had a guy, all right, he was charging $800 (laughs) for 48 interviews. What? You just got got 48 interviews by... 
without any help from him. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, oh yeah. First, I missed. I I said I only do it on Zoom because I want it to be able to record them. And I was like, I can only do it on Zoom. But then I had a plumbing issue at the campground, so I totally missed it. And they were pretty quick to get back to me, like, hey, we noticed you missed the thing. We'd like to call you. So I'm like, you know what? I normally don't give my number out, especially on LinkedIn, but I'm going to do it. So I gave my number out. And the funny thing is I don't advertise anything on LinkedIn about me podcasting. Right. So somehow they found out that I podcasted and found me on LinkedIn. This guy was like, yeah, we can get you 48 interviews. And he's going through this whole thing. He's like, we'll promote you. We'll do this. We'll do that. And then I was like, you, you realize I do the podcast. I'm not here. I'm not trying to promote a book or anything. Like, that's what they thought I was doing. Was oh, like, they were trying to, they wanted to, they were going to get you interviews on 48 other people's podcasts. Yeah. And then, okay. and then he was like, well, we do have packages where we can get guests to you if you, if, <laughs> if you qualify. I you said, qualify. look, dude, I said, what if I give you more money? If I give you more money, yeah. do I qualify? <laughs> I, I said, you're 48 interviews a year. I can get 48 interviews in a week. Like I can literally get 48 interviews in a week. Yep. So I think, I think you and I should start a business. I mean, if they're charging $800, I was, this, this blows my mind. I can't believe people actually take this shit. Like, I wonder how, like, I'd be curious to see, like, and they'll never give you the right answer, but I'm wondering like who pays for that. Right. Like maybe they're a legit company. So like you said, like if you, if you have a book, I don't know, you should write a book someday. And when you do like, I don't know, like you, do you, do do people not know how to advertise? I don't know. Like to me, maybe you hire a firm that comes in and they do that for you. But would you randomly hire someone you don't know that doesn't know you doesn't know like your, your values or what your book's about, or I don't know. It just seems. No, I think you nailed it there about, all right, so writing a book, you obviously are going to go through a publisher. But now, like with, with these days, you can write a book and just stick it on Amazon. You yeah. get these publishers just to publish a, a, a book. But if you're a professional, you're going through like a real publisher on publishing a book. You're not – so my, my sister-in-law is – she's a, a English teacher. She taught college for English. I guess it would be more of a professor – <laughs> you want to use the correct term. Right. And she's written a few books, but it's not, you don't just like write a book and say, here it is. Like I've known, I know several people who wrote a book or they're in the middle of writing a book, but they're sending it to a bunch of people to read it. It's not, yeah. you just write a book. And then on top of that, you need the right marketing. You can't, you can't just hire someone off LinkedIn or <laughs> Facebook or Instagram and say, promote my book. If you guys want to, if there's any listeners out here that has a book, feel free to hook me up. I got some marketing in, in my background. I'll market that thing. Yeah. I don't know shit about your book. I'm not going to read your damn book, but yeah, I'll throw some shit out there on, on right. Instagram and Facebook. I'll, I'll sell a few of them. You know, I'll, I'll, yeah. we'll get it out there. We'll give away a free t-shirt with it or something and maybe we'll, <laughs> we'll yeah, buy, just you let know. me know the hashtags you want with it. <laughs> uh, no, I agree, man. That's like, and that's some of the stuff like when even getting into podcasting, right? So I spent... So I launched in uh, technically March, uh, maybe February I put a trailer out, but then on March I started actually putting out episodes. Uh, I started researching this. We, me and a couple of my buddies, we were probably October, November last year. We said, hey, let's do a podcast. And then we kind of went back and forth on what it was going to be about and who's this. And they were like, okay, Mark, you go ahead and you host and we'll just come on when we can come on. And that was perfect for me because I don't like to uh, wait for anybody. Like I, I like to be in control of like when I want to record, what's going on, right? So I just took the lead, and now it's essentially my podcast, and they're welcome to come on anytime they want and, and join me and talk about nonsense, right? But anyway, so I spent a lot of time researching these things. Like, how, like what what are the microphones? What's uh, How do you get the advertised? Like, what I actually researched what are hashtags that people are using on Instagram to put it out there. You know, I mean, Google is your friend, you know, and I, I sit here in these... Uh, these Facebook uh, message boards or other message boards. And I question, I can't tell when people ask questions on these, if they've, if they know the answer, they're just trying to get another answer or they don't know how to Google. And they go to these Facebook messengers for, uh, for strangers and say, Hey, starting a podcast, what's the best mic go, you know, like what, what are you hoping to find out of that? 
You know what I mean? You say about like, what's the best mic? That's actually a loaded question mm. because the first thing I'm going to ask, what's your budget? Yeah. Because if you, if you have a small budget, I'm not going to tell you to go buy a $300 mic. I'm going to yeah. say, and then I'm going to also say, do you want a USB or what kind of plug do you want? Yeah. You can't, not one answer. Because, yeah. I mean, there's, it, it's a, it's a very loaded question. Uh, I think if you're going to start out on a podcast, USB is probably the way to go. I'd recommend the Yeti Blue. They also have the Yeti Snowball, which is actually not a bad quality. Uh, I don't like it quite as much as the Blue. The Blue is about twice the amount, but you're paying, I think it's like 150 bucks. Well worth it. Or you can spend about 50 bucks and get the Snowball. You're going to get the same stuff, but the sound is a little, the quality is a little bit better. Then you spend a little bit more money on a better mic. You're going to hear better quality. You send it through a mixer. It just, I don't know. There's just so much, there's so much to one little question when you answer it. There's a ton of stuff that you have to ask. Well, that's, that's my point, right? Is that if they, if they did even a little bit of research and I'm, you know, I think some of it is just kind of pandering a little bit, right? They want to ask the question to see, maybe they've already decided and they say, oh, let me put it out to everyone here and see if everyone agrees with what I've decided on. Like who, like who knows, right? Yeah. Um, But it's funny that you, like your first reaction was the exact reaction that I got. I work with a guy uh, and he runs the, uh, it's like an audio video like booth at my company, right? Like he's like, that's his, that's his thing. And I was like, Hey Chris, uh, you know, I'll set a podcast. Like, what do you recommend? Her first question, what's your budget? And I said, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> right. He's like, okay, we'll start with that. And you know, same thing. He, and he, we talked about the USB mics and he's like, you having just one person. And I said, well, I want to be able to have multiple people. So we moved on to the XLR and here we go. So I'm using myself. I'm using the, uh, the Audio Technic uh, 2040, which came out, I believe, last year. And now I've upgraded. I actually have four of these, so I can have four people in one room if I choose to. And they're nice microphones, you know. Uh, they do what they're supposed to do. It looks like you got the uh, – is that a, a road I see on the camera yeah. there? I actually have four, four of them total. Nice. But I only have one hooked up. The other, the other three I actually took down because I'm not getting anyone to come in into – studio right now so once i get people coming to the studio i'll hook them back up i actually call these like a like a low end because they're not they're not very expensive but the sound quality is is it's unbelievable yeah it's, it's great for for the price yeah i can't i can't see myself going to buy a 400 hundred dollar mic and i know guys that have this is just a hobby for me now granted when i started this back in I started podcasting back in 2016 with one of my friends who retired and then moved to Florida, opened an ice cream shop. After he moved, I stopped podcasting for a while and then started like a couple other podcasts. I said, Doug, we just need to buy some shit. Let's just start buying microphones. Most people won't go on on Facebook market page, but I went on Facebook market page. So we have Fort Benning nearby. I bought a uh, freaking, it was a, uh, a blue Yeti for $20. And the guy hardly ever used it off Facebook market page. Wow. The only thing I had to buy was the USB cord, which was like a couple bucks on Amazon. Yeah, I was going to say maybe 12 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think I paid 12 bucks. I think it was like around $6. So I just started buying stuff off Facebook market page. And then I gave a bunch of this shit away. I said, some of this stuff isn't even worth having because then I bought a soundboard or a, a sound mixer Yep. and started buying like, Get the XLR mics and yeah. Yeah, I went and bought like twenty dollar mics with a boom, and the boom the booms were probably better than the microphones, and the booms didn't even stay up. That's how bad they were. <laughs> and then I told my wife, I said, "Screw this!" I said, "If we're gonna start podcasting more, I'm, I'm gonna spend some money. Give me five hundred dollars. I'm gonna go out and buy some microphones." Yeah. What 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 I didn't figure in was the booms because these microphones aren't light, and then the the. The booms are about you can you can spend anywhere from seventy dollars to one hundred fifty dollars on a good boom. Oh yeah, and you got to get a good one too because, like you said, the microphones aren't light. If you get a cheaper one, it's got. You know what I found is that the cheap plastic piece is what connects like to the desk, and yeah. that's what bends when you try to tighten it too much. Oh yeah, and then this one like I can literally drill a hole down through my table and mount it where it never comes up again. Yeah, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's. I have one of these. It's awesome. 
Um, I have table mics for the other ones uh, until I get a more permanent uh, setup. But yeah, I think uh, the quality equipment is the, is the biggest thing. People people ask me sometimes, they'll say, what what's the first thing, like what's the most important part of podcasting? And I'm like, it's it's your audio quality. You know, and we talked about that at the beginning because if you're calling from a cell phone somewhere, I don't care what you're talking about, I'm not listening to it, right? So, but if you have good quality audio, you know, the the content can come. You know, you just, you find someone interesting and you bring them on your show. And as long as you both sound good, I mean, someone will listen, like my mom will listen. So I'll get one listener. There you go. Well, the other crazy thing too is with a, a good quality mic, there's times where I've edited it and I was like, God, this sounds like they're right here with me. Yeah. Like everything just lined up so well where when they're on a cell phone, you can tell that they're on a cell phone or if they're on a crappy mic, it sounds like they're on a cell phone. Yeah. It, I feel like I'm, I'm doing a radio show sometimes talking to these people that are just calling in because they're driving down the highway. Yeah. Leaving work. Yeah. First time, long time. Uh, how's it going? I'm, I'm Jim. <laughs> you know what I mean? Forget it. Oh man. That's how I should have started your, uh, your episode that would have been great <laughs> oh man listen we've been uh we've been we've been going for a little bit here so I, I think maybe we'll have to do this again or something like that we'll talk about doing some more some more goods here so i really appreciate you uh taking the time today to come on and we're just kind of bsing any like shout outs you want to give or final thoughts or yeah all i'll say is if if you're really into doing a podcast don't do it for money there's the money's not there do a little research don't be afraid to spend a little bit of money on good microphones. Audacity is free. It's an easy program to run. And then when it comes to your hosting site, make sure you pick a good quality one because my good quality one I picked for Conquer Camping has put me on about 50 platforms where the Joey Conklin show, I just used Anchor because I don't want to spend the money. I'm just doing it for fun. I'm only on like maybe 10 platforms. So, do your research when it comes to your platforms, your hosting sites. Spend a little bit of money on your microphone uh, and use Audacity if, if, if you're on a, on a cheap budget. Well said. Well said. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for checking in to Casual Nonsense. Uh, be sure to check out the show notes. I'm going to have all of the links and pretty much everything that we talked about here. Um, so if you want to figure out how to find uh, Joey and anything he's working on, and the the brew follow group uh, definitely going to add that to the list here. We're going to get some we'll get some U.S. people in there along with the Germans. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks again, Joey, for coming on, and uh, we'll talk soon. Everybody, stay casual.